Stand by for action. Every show we drop the needle on the tracks that were part of the mixed tapes and mixtapes of my 80s and 90s. Tunes that followed me on the train in the morning, on the way to my adventures on the weekend, and all the times in between. Please join me as I share a track from the record box. What I remember, a little bit of history, and a hell of a lot of nostalgia. I'm Michael, and please join me as we get lost in 12 inches. Anticipation here is palpable. If you've never heard this before, you're in for a treat. I give you Charlie. It was inevitable that I would get to this track. Charlie, by the prodigy, is one of those tunes. It's an undeniable classic. Um, it's really the first of its kind. First single by the project, the original rave track to sample something made for kids. Though at the time, us in Sydney had no idea where the sample came from. To us, it was the Cat in a Blender song. And only heard about the public safety film from some English backpacker. The cartoon figure used was a young child named Tony, who had a ginger cat named Charlie. Charlie Says was a short, informational cartoon produced for children during the 1970s, dealing with everyday issues such as not playing with matches and not talking to strangers. Now, Charlie was the second release of the project, the first being the EP What Evil Lurks, released in February of 91. Charlie was released in August of 1991 and was an instant hit with Ravens. And despite its popularity with its target market, the track got mixed reviews with critics. But hey, what do they know? Now, it debuted at number nine in the UK singles charts, peaking at number three where it stayed for two weeks, and remained in those charts for a total of ten weeks. It re-entered the UK charts in 96 and 2004. And it will come as no surprise to anyone that Charlie never charted in Australia. So when Charlie was burning up the dance floors and warehouses in the UK, I was living on Crown Street. Between Oxford and William Street's opposite Reggio's, it was a small two-up, two-down terrace house that I shared with David. At the front of the house, you had a rarely used dining room. Well, it had a table and chairs. And from that was the living room, which had some problems with the floors. I think one of the beams supporting the floor had gone, resulting in a bouncy floor like a gym. Now, in here we had your typical hand-me-down brown blue, a three-seater sofa and a couple of armchairs against one wall and a small TV and VCR against the other on some sort of chest thing. There was a desk under the stairs with some cheap midi stereo thing and the kitchen and bathrooms were tacked on the back. Now, upstairs I had the larger bedroom at the front and David had the back bedroom. 
Now, continuing to have a lack of furniture, my larger room was rather sparse with just a futon on a base of milk crates, an IKEA chair, and a clothes rack. Now, I loved living here. It was really just up the road on Crown Street, you had Spago's. It was a short walk up to Oxford Street with its bars and clubs, Stanley Street and its Italian restaurants which just around the corner. And then down the end of the road was William Street, the road to the cross. I really did feel like I was living in the centre of everything and it was great. Though living here did have living here did have a few disadvantages. Back then Crown Street was one of the major routes onto the Sydney Harbour Bridge and because of this you had traffic. And I mean lots of traffic. Late at night, you could be woken up by semi-trailers barreling down Crown Street on their way to the bridge. But this house became the centre of things. It's where we met to start a night out, where we recovered the next morning. Saturday and Sunday mornings, you'd find a gang of us bunched up on the sofas covered in duvets, watching our tiny television with rage blaring and recounting the adventures of the night before. This is where we ended up after the merge and flow of Friday nights and the mortuary station on Sunday mornings. So, Charlie, Spotify. I'd say if this were to turn up in my Discover Weekly, yes, it would make it in any day of the week. And we're at the end of another episode of Lost in 12 Inches. I do a new episode every Friday. If you like it, please subscribe at Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Links to my socials in the description. I have been Michael. Thanks for listening. And as I always say, testicles. And now we are at the end of another nostalgia trip. If you've enjoyed listening to me ramble on, please subscribe to get notified when I release new episodes. I'm on all the socials, so check me out there. Thanks for listening to Lost in 12 Inches. I'm Michael, and as I always say, testicles. Testicles.